My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. It's time for some new tricks. In today's episode, Colin welcomes Mike Montague. He's the Director of Community Engagement at Sandler, a podcast host and author of LinkedIn, The Sandler Way. Mike talks about his experience in reading outdated playbooks on social selling and the problems that he saw with what they're teaching. This led him to write his own book, and you will learn more about it in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. All right. Welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation. Very excited to have Mike Montague today on the show. He's the Director of Community Engagement at Sandler, where he hosts How to Succeed podcasts, uh, Sandler Summit, and other live events. He's also the author of LinkedIn, The Sandler Way, and numerous uh, courses and on sales and leadership for Sandler, HubSpot, Cornerstone, and more. Mike, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, so great to be here. It's fun to be a guest on a sales podcast because I have one of my own. I've done like 600 episodes interviewing other people. It's always fun when I get to be the guest. Yeah, I I think I'm going to have a hard time, you know, staying up with the uh, professional radio voice and energy that you bring to the table, Mike. That's right. I, I was Romeo on Mix 93.3, Kansas City's number one hit music station uh, in the 2000s, the aughts, uh, and it was super fun. Uh, but I try not to go into radio mode. I'll try and be hu- human, real, and just, uh, you know, bring bring my best guest voice today. Yeah. Well, that short glimpse shows us that you definitely still have it. Um, <laughs> but uh, Mike, just before, you know, we kind of get into some tactical stuff here where I think we're going to talk about LinkedIn and a lot of stuff that you cover in your book. Um, just give us a, a short, you know, small glimpse. You know, I always have to tell salespeople the short version of your sales story. Like, and I have like the longest sales story possible because I come from like a long line of salespeople, my father and his father before him. Uh, but my dad actually uh, got a Sandler training location. Uh, and owned it here in Kansas City when I was a junior in high school. So I took my first professional sales training uh, the the summer after my junior year of of high school before I had anything to sell. But it was really great to have, you know, uh, some bonding and rapport questioning skills in college and and high school and stuff. I I didn't I didn't mind that. It worked out all right for me. Uh, But in my 20s, I felt like, you know, I didn't uh, I couldn't go to business owners and tell them how to run their sales teams because I hadn't done anything. So I had uh, fun on the radio and I got into marketing and internet marketing. And then it was about uh, the time I turned 30. I um, I decided to move to work with my dad and Sandler. And uh, I realized that the social media was blowing up. But all of the books said, like, you build this huge audience, you you join 50 groups, you, uh, you know, blast messages and post three times, seven times a, a day. And hopefully someday somebody will buy from you. Or the book ended on, and now you engage the audience. And I kept thinking like, 
That's exactly why I'm reading this book. I wanted to learn how do I use this as a salesperson to start a sales conversation, get something into my pipeline. And so I wrote the LinkedIn, the Sandler Way book, which was picked up by Sandler Corporate and then by LinkedIn themselves. And it did like 80,000 downloads and it got me onto the corporate team here. So for the last seven years, I've been hosting the podcast, doing all the fun corporate stuff and uh, writing courses and, and content for Sandler Worldwide. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really sad that, um, a lot of folks are still following that, uh, just that very specific description of how to do social selling, um, that you gave, uh, many people are still operating off of that playbook and it blows my mind. Um, it, you know, like you'd have to think that the results that they're getting can't be that good for them to keep trying to do social in a sales role that way. No, no way. And here's what I, I think happened. Number one, there's this stereotypical trope of what bad salespeople are, right? Anytime you see a salesperson in a movie, they're pushy, they're annoying. When we got the phone, we got telemarketers. <laughs> you know, when we were going door to door, we had pushy door to door salespeople. And then when we get on the internet, we get email spam and then we get social media selling like that. And it, in a way, it's not... Um, it's not surprising because that's, I think, what people default to what they think sales should be. And there's two reasons for that, in my opinion. Number one, when you run into a really good salesperson, you don't even realize that they're in sales. Mm. You're just like, oh, that person was so helpful and they solved my problem. Or when you go to the doctor's office and you write them a blank check <laughs> for whatever they want to do to oh. help you solve your problem, you don't think man, that's the best selling system I have ever seen in my life. No. You only recognize the bad salespeople. So there's this like, you know, uh, bias towards the annoying ones as the culture. But I think the other thing is also uh, the difference between sales and marketing. And this is one of my pet peeves too, is that if you're marketing for a company, you want that brand and brand awareness as wide as possible. If you're in sales, you want your target audience to be as small and qualified as possible. So especially in small business, it gets messy. Uh, you know, if you're the owner of a small business, you, you probably want to do a little bit of both. But I think for most individual sales reps on large teams, you want the smallest possible audience of highly qualified people and people that are going to refer you, introduce you to other people and maybe actually buy something from you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.